Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Good morning, everybody. It's the 14th of September, believe it or not, and it is 6 a.m. Jerusalem time and different times everywhere else. And we welcome you to the African Watch. And thank you for joining us. And I'm filling in for Sue today because she's in South Korea, as you would probably know. And I'll hand over to you, Michael. But first of all, I just bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I'm actually blessed. I know God's brother Edward is for this morning. Over to you, Brother Edward. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you so much, Alison. You're all welcome. It's always a joy to pray together as watchmen from the nations, as living stones in our Father's house, which is a house of prayer for all nations. We will begin with a word of prayer, and I'll ask our sister, Delaine, open us off in prayer and then we'll continue Abba Father we're so thankful we're so thankful to come together Lord united oh Lord to hear from your spirit Lord we just pray you pour out your spirit Lord on each of us Lord oh Lord for the prayers Lord we need, we pray for your Holy Spirit your rain to pour on us oh Father God to bless this hour Lord and each person in this, that speaks, Father God, each that prays, Father, may our ears be open to your voice and our hearts, Father. We just love you and praise you and bless this time in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Delaine. It is a season of repentance in the in the Hebraic, on the Hebraic calendar, the month of Elul, preparing for the seventh month when the year actually shifts. And it's a pattern to read the 27th Psalm, 27th Psalm 27. I'll, I'm going to ask, you know, I'll share it with us on the screen, then we'll read it for us. Psalm 27, and it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes. They stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. 
the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, my face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. 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 We'll also worship the Lord in a song because our Lord Jesus has been given the name above all names, the only name by which we are saved. So we'll worship the Lord in this song, his name is Jesus. I'll share it on the screen for us. Amen. His name is Jesus, and there's no other king like him. Good to see you all once again, those who just joined us. And this, sorry, some background. Yes, at this point, I'll be inviting Pastor Peter to share testimony with us. And then after that, we'll continue with the meeting. Pastor Peter Serukera, all the way from Uganda, you're most welcome. Amen. Hallelujah. I greet all of you, some friends, quite a long time. I've not been here. Frederick. I greet you, <laughs> the line, I greet you, yes. Joe, how are you hidden today behind the camera, behind the shield? Cassandra and the rest, uh, greetings to my leaders at the Africa Watch, Michael, Edward, and the rest. Today, uh, I want to share the testimony of how the Lord will as Uganda and Africa at large, we are preparing for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But the sense is more of the community call of the church in the land, in the territory, uh, from a practical point of view. So I'll try, let's read Matthew 16, 18. Then I'll pray. 
Mike Edward, Matthew 16:18. Matthew 16:18. Yeah. Okay, let me. Oh. Are you there? Okay. And I also said to you, Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Yes, we have to appreciate that uh, the church is a congregation of uh, governors, because in that time Christ had lived, the word church was for the governing council over the city. Stated over by an overseer called Bishop. And the Lord is saying, I am going to build my own alternative governing council over every city, every community. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And remember that cities are ruled, were ruled, they would sit in the gates to come and do two things. They will do the legislation and the judicial function. The legislative and the judicial function. Legislative, they will make the laws. And then number two, they will operate the laws. Because the courts do operate the laws. That's why the under the chief justice of every nation, is also the army commander and the police commander, the prisons commander. All of them, all those are below the, the chief justice. So for us as a community of believers, we're given those two functions to execute the, the laws that we Somewhere the Lord told, I think in Matthew 18, 19, that what you agree, what you about to lose, those words binding and losing is a they are as you see ropes or cords. No, they mean what you allow in and what you do not allow. What you allow in. Now the church here in Uganda, for some time back, some of you have had great testimonies, but we were wondering, even in our generation, how do we do it? I remember one time I was here, I'm a pastor with Kampala Trumpet Center, which is founded by the person of John Mulinde, who operates Prayer Mountain. And so they have excellent testimonies in their generation. Baros and our personal assistant, just a minute, brethren. I have a baby here whom I must send to the right person. And uh, so I was his personal assistant, traveled a few nations, but as we went on, he would share the testimony of Uganda and I would see nations move. And I looked back home and uh, myself, uh, my generation, this, the next one, around three or four generations, you walk around it. We know nothing about this. And so I told him, you know what, Papa, oh, spiritual father, uh, this is my last trip. That was around 2013. This is my last trip with you. I think we're in Malaysia. I'm going back home. We must build this. We must have a link. We must have a link to... So I went back and chose to go back to the grassroots. 
since then, there are a number of experiences we have seen. And along the way, that's how we learned, I think we met with Fred and Shu in IHOP in 2016, and then later 18 in Hanhut, German. But uh, the key thing here, why we, we, I felt like I should testify, is that the church is supposed to be an altar. Why an altar? An, old, an altar is a place and a time where you attract the presence of God, where the God you worship and the human being you come and commune, come and in that you, you renew your covenant. It's a place of covenant continually. In that, God does his part of the game and you do your part of the game. Now, the expression of the church today, we have much of it is the synagogue, unlike the temple. Remember the Jews in the days, in those days, they built a synagogue in the, because they were far from the temple and actually it had been destroyed later on in the second time. And so they came together in the synagogue to pray, to sing a few songs, do a preaching. There are around three, essentially three things, three or four things. Read the scripture, pray, then sing songs. Now, in the temple, it was not like that. In the synagogue, it was easy for you to have a lot of scriptures in your mind, but you're not, but you're powerless. But in the temple, it wasn't like that. The temple, strictly life was there to enter, to come to meet God. That's why you had to bring sacrifice. You had to cleanse up, bring sacrifice. So until when you meet with God, all that representative, the priest, to meet with God. So there was intentionality to attract the presence of God. It was deliberate. So Christ gets that and says, the ecclesia I'm going to build is going to live in that lifestyle. This time, not as one place, a building, but I am going to tear it and put it, rebuild my temple in the human beings. And these will create a living temple that will attract God's presence and impact. In the temple, on that altar, they would decree things and they would happen. They would legislate and afterwards execute. They would allow in what they want or not. Today, we have this, we exercise more of the synagogue system. As long as we come, meet, sing, read the scriptures, pray together, walk away like that. But while darkness is covering, even evil has been enslaved in our laws without doing anything about it. Wrong is called good and Good is, well, good is called wrong. How did we come to that place? Think about it. When there's a community, there's a ecclesia on earth, ecclesia in that village, in that city, ecclesia in that nation. How did we come to that? You're going to realize that when the church operates like a synagogue system, we look at more of numbers, experience of leadership, we more, if we can mobilize enough money, but the altar is not, is about quality, 
It's not about even numbers, yet God will find the numbers because it is authority. It's like an ambassador, one ambassador, an embassy is not the whole nation. Think about it. Your embassy is not the whole nation in that nation where you are, but it has authority. Your embassy, your fewer, you the ambassador with your expatriates. It's exactly that. It's actually the pictures Christ gave us. The salt is not more than the source. The light bulb is smaller than the room where there's too much darkness. Ah, hallelujah, brethren. <laughs> so we chose to get practical. We chose to, to, to challenge our hearts and say, we need to rebuild the community. We need to arise out of, otherwise, he, he, Christ will wait for another generation, and I don't want my generation to be bypassed. <laughs> Christ will wait for another generation. You may think that he is defeated. He's not. He's on the throne. He's on the throne. He is cause he is the last king over David's throne, and forever he will know other king will come in. He, and he reigns, and he reigns. So a generation will just be bypassed. Because the book of Kings shows us that any king who honored God, those simple, he would receive prosperity. Those who despise it and try their effort, their power and leadership, they would miss it out. And we saw what went. And so exactly that. So as the church in Uganda, story by story, began to build ourselves into small teams, we began with small teams because it's not easy to break away Moses even when Christ came with all his good intentions. So likewise, we had older, older generations, the testimonies around, but the scripture said that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. And something, let me mention this also briefly. When they built the foundation of the temple and the altar had been built, there was a celebration. The old people were lamenting while the new ones were celebrating. One saying, I wish you should the other. And this one is celebrating. But where was God's vote? That's why God came in. He had the winning vote and said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. For me, that encourages me. Why? The battle is intense as the end comes. So it's, the battle is intense. So it's not about how it manifests physically. It's about us standing to create that community. It's about you and me, rather than have you been being numbers. It has to be those few, you and me, if we purpose to do something about it, to do something about it, to challenge ourselves and say, we need to constitute the community and begin to speak, we begin to, to disallow. We need to put a foot and say, this thing, much as the, our laws have chosen to take them on, for us we will not. Hallelujah. And we inquire of the Lord, his will about each individual or even each group of people without any bias. Especially when it comes to governance. When it comes to governance and the economy, <laughs> those two, we, you, we allow. So that's what we began as small teams. Edward, you help me. We shouldn't post the thing. Okay, I'll be there. that's good. Uh, he has given me the minutes. So we began as small groups and began to 
get the leaders, the bishops to give us a few small people to see across the nation, to build a, a good commerce of people. And so when they gave us all the regions, we didn't want many, five to 10. When it began like that, it really worked well. It really worked well. People began to get the sense. And by 2019, 2018, 2019, we escaped a war like that. Then in 2021, I didn't go into details because I have only three minutes. 2021 was a more interesting because we are going to for elections. And uh, in Africa, <laughs> because we because of uh, many things that we have not dealt with as a church, election is a serious gate. People had to pack all their bags to go up country, even those who are voters in the city. There was such a fear, a scare. Uh, and actually it had tested, uh, blood had been spilled at the beginning of the campaigns. But in the same way, we chose to, to constitute the same ecclesia as a body. And this time around, it seems to be just uh, a few people. It cut across all denominations. And we have never seen a peaceful election as that. As, we have never seen as that. When it came to Kenya, we had also to join. For the last two years, daily we have been working with the Kenyans. Daily. And so we had to, to ask them to do the same thing. All the provinces should be occupied. Brethren, I'll finish with this. If you see Acts 12, there were two young men at that time. Barnabas, I think Paul was the young one. Barnabas may have been elderly. But the young man, Paul, had brought food to Jerusalem with Barnabas. And Herod tried to touch the church. Of course, he killed James. But when he killed James, Peter was afraid to touch. And the Bible says they prayed. They created and they, they constituted themselves into that body, which we are talking about, the community. And what he did. Paul picked that. If you go in Acts 19, it's the same principle he used to deal with the territory. Because he was a young man. At the end of chapter 12, they said that and they finished to do their ministry, which they had carried of eight food and went back. You go to chapter 19, it's the same principle. He constituted the territory, territorial church, the church in a territory. Men who are who themselves are burning in their heart with prayer altars, who themselves their hearts are burning, they constituted into themselves into a community. How I pray that the church in the end time will understand is God waiting on us. There are things of where I want more people, I want more fame, I want Micah group, I want Micah. It is an hour that the Lord is going to cause, a, this is my last day, cause a revival which is nameless and faceless because the body is coming. God bless you.